Welcome to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. Brought to you by Elite Consulting Partners, it's the only podcast offering unfiltered guidance and direct advice for all things concerning financial advisors, RIAs, and the practitioners in the wealth management business. Learn more and subscribe today at EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcast. And now, here's your host, Frank LaRosa. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Advisor Talk. I am Frank LaRosa, your host, and I am pleased to have my right-hand man, COO, I'll say it again, master of all information, that is financial services, Dale Dempsey. What's up, brother? Oh, hi. It's a mighty big, <laughs> lofty intro right there. It so. is something else. It's a moniker I hope I can live up to. Dale's the, like, the wizard of all things in the details of financial services firms out there. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. Put me to the that. test. Let's go. To test. One day we'll do like a like a... One of those rapid fire Q and A things. So, um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate you coming on by. And if you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it. Hopefully, someone shared it with you. And if you like it, share it with somebody else. It's called Advisor Talk because it's just two guys in the business talking about what's going on. Never really know what we're going to be talking about, basically until right before the the show. And it's based on the conversations we have with advisors all over the country, like firms and advisors. You know, I like it better that way, where it's not scripted, and my oh, and totally my interjections better. with you are real and rough, <laughs> just like that one was <laughs> raw. Yeah, but it's almost like, like it's like Jeopardy at times. Like you don't know the questions they're going to ask. No, look, sometimes you might know the well, answer. But that's again, that's the whole idea. Is that it's just a conversation about what's going on right now, right? So again, if you're new, welcome. If you've been listening since the beginning. You know, we appreciate you coming back and the comments and the suggestions on topics. You know, when we do get suggestions, we build them in. So so today really just wanted to talk about it's the end of the year, towards the end of the year, right? We're into the last week of October, and we're going to start to see a lot more movement about. Some of it is just natural. This time of the year is always typically busier, but I think it's also going to be busier because th- there were advisors that were looking to move earlier this year, midsummer, that put everything on pause and they're starting to feel better about stuff right now. And one thing that's sort of starting to be whispered about is we did a topic on this once before with Merrill Lynch. Well, they can leave protocol. They're not going to leave protocol. Oh, uh, right. You know, right. Ooh, I don't think it matters. It's going to happen. I don't right? think it matters one way or another. Exactly. I, um, I 100% we, agree with we're you. We're talking about five pieces of information. Well, which, look, by the way, like almost all that stuff's available online and you know a lot of it anyway. Well, you know a lot of it anyway. And the reality is, so this is sort of like, you know, the when I looked at it in my head, I was like, well, protocol who? Because if you look at firms like Morgan Stanley and UBS as examples, and again, there's I know there's a lot of other firms that are not in protocol, but for the most part, those are the two big ones. If you look at the evolution of what happened after they dropped protocol and was like this big thing, it's a non-event now. In both ways, right? It's earlier on, it was like, okay, is an advisor going to really want to go to a firm that's not in protocol? What does that mean? And and I think that those firms have gotten over and gotten around, not gotten around, that's not the right term, but have been able to have advisors feel comfortable with that whole process, right? And likewise, when advisors, and we see them leaving, leaving more than joining, but when they're leaving, there's really not much happening, Right. That's a testament to the advisors that they're following the rules. Mm-hmm. They're not doing anything they shouldn't do. And you know, you know, yeah. you hear me often tell advisors, look, man, just don't break the rules, right? Right. It, it's all good if you're going to leave, but 
if your attorney says, don't do this and this, don't do that. Right. They can't fight it. They won't be able to defend you when it comes to an issue of restraint. Because ultimately, like as you said, all the client, the basic client information, contact information is all public knowledge. It's very easy to find. Oh, yeah. We have a couple of websites that you can use. So if you're interested in <laughs> knowing what those are, we're going to hold on to those for a little bit. So you, you reach out to us and you can call Dale at 856-316-4653 <laughs> or you can email me at frank at eliteconsultingpartners.com or DM my Instagram account at franklarosa.elite. Check out my Instagram account. It's really good. Some great content on there. But um, anyway, you can reach out to us and there's all, all sorts of information. And you can reach out to all your clients too. Surprise, they're all on what? LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook. There's still some phone. that are on MySpace and they'll know the website's shut down now. <laughs> there's, but, but like Instagram, right? It's, it's, they're everywhere. AOL. Huh? Right. You have, right. Email addresses. Emails, you, phone like, numbers. They're, they're, it's uh, all out yeah, there. Multiple phone numbers, multiple email addresses. And so all that stuff is fine. It's just a matter of making sure if you're leaving a firm, again, we're not going to get into how to leave protocol and all that stuff. We, we covered that on, on another right, podcast, right. but. What I really wanted to just talk about is what's happening now, because there is talk of, again, I don't know if it's wishful thinking talk, or I don't know if it's who's talking about it, but there is a question about Merrill Lynch because they're losing advisors, right? That's not, I'm not like saying anything earth shattering new, but they're losing big teams. And so when that happens, a lot of people think about, well, are they going to get out of protocol? And Merrill Lynch was always, they were very vocal about not getting out of protocol. I wonder why they're in pro. I don't see any reason for them to continue to be in protocol. Doesn't make, they're not hiring advisor teams with experience. It well, doesn't make any sense to me. Look, because I think that, which is what happened when Morgan Stanley and UBS pulled out of protocol, it sent the wrong message. So I give them credit for staying in because it gave the wrong message. Okay. But the message is essentially okay. you don't you don't own your clients. Like your clients aren't really your clients; they're our clients. And all the information that you've gathered on them over the years is our information. You might be the advisor, but you just sit there and, and be a nice guy and, and answer the fe- questions for your clients, but they're not really yours. That's sort of the messaging that comes across. And I think, again, I'll give them credit. They have stayed in even in the sort of midst of being in the firing squad, right? Yeah. I'll give them credit for that. But there's a lot of things I don't give them credit for, which I won't get into. This is not, I'm not going to be a sort of Merrill Lynch bashing session no, right now, but no. no firm is perfect. But I just see a lot of transition if you read, look at Advisor Hub and you look at who's leaving and all that stuff, you'll you'll understand what I'm talking about. So are people, maybe you know this, is anybody really joining Merrill Lynch that's an experienced advisor? I, I can't think of headlines or anything. Not really, but, but that's a function of what Merrill Lynch is looking for and not looking for, right? But again, what I really wanted to just really talk about was the fact that if you're out there and you're thinking about protocol and the impact and what does it mean and do I join a firm that's not in protocol? Do I Can I leave a firm if I'm in protocol? My message to you, if Merrill Lynch gets out of protocol, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, I'm going to be trapped there, right? At the beginning, if they do leave, I think they'll probably come down harder on the first few people sort of reach that wall. They'll find a reason to, to throw a TRO they'll out They'll find there. a reason. They'll maybe want to send a message. Maybe that's why they don't do it because they've got good legal advice that says, Hey, guess what? You're going to lose anyway. You're going to lose these. You're going to lose. Yeah. Look right. at, they already have precedence for the UBS, the Morgan Stanley. Right. Now it's common practice to just right. leave those firms, those UB, the guys who are out of protocol. If you're looking at news rags and you see a firm win a big TRO or win some award protocol thing, right? It's generally because the advisor did something stupid. 
Totally um, agree with that. Totally, I'm like, oh, what'd this guy do, right? And you can go in there and you're like, oh, that's what he did. He didn't. Usually it's something that the attorneys probably told him, look, don't do this. Don't print out all the documents. Don't. I've seen some dumb things. But my overall point here is if you're in that situation, it really just comes down to doing the right thing by your clients. It's okay to not take a ton of information, meaning when I say not take a ton of information, right? If you're leaving a protocol, a non-protocol firm, and you really can't take anything, okay? They can't erase your brain, right? They can't erase the names of your clients that you've had for the last 25 years, right? right? And so there's nothing wrong with you going home and writing down the names of your clients, going to one of a, f- a few websites that we know that you can use that basically give all the information. It's all out there. It's actually right. pretty scary. Uh, if you addresses, think about it. cell phones. Yeah, exactly. Right. So all that doesn't give you is like your waist size and all that stuff, but you can do all those things. And so I wouldn't be overly concerned about whether Merrill is in or out, whether UBS or Morgan are going to come back in or not. I just don't think it matters anymore, which is an industry thing because as I've seen the industry evolve over 25 years and changes have been made to policies or procedures or whatever, like, you know, whether it's DOL, fiduciary rule, all those things, I think things are changed in the industry and people work through it. And then, and then you sort of, you get back to normal. We've seen that with firms where, you know, they consolidate branches and they have regions and divisions, and then they consolidate the regions and divisions and they make all these changes over the years and end up right back where they were, where they have branches, regions, and divisions, right? <laughs> it's just, just in different sizes and different locations with different people running them. Right. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but the point is, I think it's really much to do about nothing now. And I know there's going to be talk about, I know there is talk out there about whether or not Merrill Lynch is going to come out of protocol. I really don't think over time it's going to be a problem, right? I think if you're an advisor and you're thinking about making a move now, you, you don't want to be the first guy out the door the day after they, oh, there's a window, by the way, well, there is yeah. a window of time, just so you understand that. If a firm like Merrill Lynch drops out of protocol, that you're still allowed to use your protocol information for a period. I think it's- It's like seven days. Uh, or I think it's seven or 10 business days. Business days, days. Yeah, yeah. And so- and, and then, and so what they do, don't they, they'll make these announcements. Actually, Well, Morgan, they change that. So they, they change that. So they use a different law firm that manages the protocol because what the firms were doing was announcing it on like a long weekend or holiday right. and, and right. count as business day. And so you didn't really have 10 days, you had like four days, right. right? But my point is, if you're at a firm that's in protocol, okay, and you're thinking about leaving, you need to be prepared with, you should always be prepared. We did a, a podcast called Unintended Consequences a while back, right? And because you just never know when something happens, you you thought you were doing the right thing for a client and for whatever reason, it wasn't the wrong thing, you get whacked, yeah, right? Right. You get terminated. You're terminated. And, and they show you the door and you didn't have anything prepared. And so now you're trying to recreate your book of business and out of memory and all those things. So, you know, what I'm, I always say that you should always be updating your client list, a sort of pseudo protocol list. You should always keep something like that up to date because you just never know when you're going to need it. And- this Merrill Lynch thing is is one of those. You don't know what's going to happen. Again, our last podcast that we, we had recorded a while back about it's that time of the year again, right? And we didn't we don't mean the holidays, right? We mean end of the year when firms start making decisions on things. 
they're having committee meetings about committees and forming a transition committee and a comp committee and a protocol committee and making all these decisions about and announcing these things at the end of the year, usually during the holiday period of time. So advisors don't, it's like the shiny object thing, right? They're looking at the holidays as a shiny object and they can slide these changes in under right. the door. <laughs> under what, the door. Didn't Morgan and UBS, they did that, right? They it's did right that right around the time around. of the year. Yeah. So look, I think that the message here that I want you to walk away from is, uh, and it's not a, like a scared straight kind of thing. It's a be mindful of what's going on around you at all times and be prepared to and protect yourself. You have a valuable business and a practice and you owe it to yourself to be prepared and thinking strategically because you never know what the firm is going to do. Because I, I guarantee you when the firm makes decisions at a corporate level, they're really not thinking about you know what you as the individual advisor, how that decision is going to affect you and your family and your clients as a producer. They don't think that way. They look at you as a rep code primarily, right? And so, or they look at you as asset base and revenue, and that's it. But you need to be looking at your clients and your practice and the people that are on your team and protecting yourselves for the unknown. Because this is the time of the year where all of a sudden, Stuff comes out. Look, Wells Fargo announced the 401k thing. They're taking that away and then they're putting it back. Okay, well, now where are they going to pivot with that one, right? They've sort of shown their hand a little bit. They're trying to pull some money back in. So maybe it's not the 401k. It'll come out somewhere else where you won't be able to figure it out as easily, (laughs) Um, like the eggshell game. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's my message for the day. Be aware. Keep eyes wide open and don't get caught blindsided. But thanks for joining Dale, awesome having you here. We appreciate it. Thanks I for having me. I appreciate you, you being here. Great content, master of all information. If you like the show, don't forget to share it. This is something we do as sort of paying it forward to talk about information that's going out there that you might not be part of privy of these conversations. So share it with people that you know. Like and subscribe to our podcast and also our YouTube channel, which is great. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, Go to the YouTube channel and you can see what this mess looks like. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, thanks a lot and look forward to our next show. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Advisor Talk with Frank LaRosa. If you're looking for more advice or solutions on any topics in the financial services industry, or you just want to subscribe to our podcast, head on over to EliteConsultingPartners.com slash podcasts. Podcasts.